What's going on, everybody? We're back here for another episode of Triggered, the Triggered Post-Christmas Edition. This is episode number 40. I'm joined here today by Zach Patrizzo, who's our editorial intern at Town Hall. Welcome, Zach. Thanks, Storm. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Matt couldn't be here. He has bigger things to do, more important things to do. Uh, but we're on day six of the government shutdown. There's millions dead in the streets, and we're never going to reopen the government again. If you were listening to CNN, that's what you would think. But, I mean, people don't understand that it's only 25% of the government that's actually not funded right now. And I, I just don't understand, like, the freak out of the left. These these government workers are going to end up getting paid anyway. They always get back pay. You got it. I mean, people are, you know, the media is, you know, making this out to be something that's just absolutely crazy. People are dying in the streets when that's, that's the farthest thing from reality. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean, you have, uh, you know, Trump standing on his word and, and doing exactly what he said, which was, you know, come forth and say, this is what I want and, and this is what I'm going to push for. And look, Mulvaney said, you know, what was it the other day that, look, we're going to give them a deal. And, and we gave them a counteroffer, right? I yes. think this was on Fox, Fox News Sunday. We they gave were, them a great counteroffer. Yeah. And, and, and here you are. You're, you're messing with Trump, who, who's the guy who's art of the deal, right? Yeah. I mean, I yep. mean, so they're going up against the best here. But look, he said, you know, let's make a deal. Democrats don't want to play. Democrats don't want to come back to town and uh, don't want to do their jobs. Well, the funny part is that we, you know, Trump was here for Christmas. He canceled his visit to Mar-a-Lago and the Democrats all left town. So who's the one who's serious here about trying to fix the problem? It's President Trump. And then President Trump takes a ton of heat from the press. Oh, Trump's the first, you know, first president to not visit the troops at Christmas time, blah, blah, blah. And then what do you know? The night of Christmas, they take off in secrecy from Joint Base Andrews here in D.C. and fly to Iraq. And First First Lady Melania goes with him. First first lady to ever visit a war zone. You got that right. And, of course, she'll get no credit for that. Not you know, at all. If that was Michelle Obama, it'd be magazine covers yeah. and full spreads yep. and this and that. But, you know, he, he just proved them wrong instantaneously. As he was landing, people on the left were still tweeting, oh, Trump's not going to visit the troops. And when they do, when he does land and when Melania gets off, what, what's the first thing the mainstream media does? They criticize what she's wearing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that, yeah. that's what they attack, right? They can't rely on, you know, the substance because they just missed the entire boat, uh, you know, on factual reporting, right? Yeah. Uh, so, so that's just disappointing and, and exactly why there's distrust in, in media these days. Oh, yeah. And now, and now, so even the worst part, you know, we get past all that and we have a very Merry Christmas. It was a great Christmas gift to me for the government to be shut down because I love this. <laughs> um, but we get past all that and now CNN this morning is trying to get troops in trouble via the non-political clause in the rules of the military for wanting President Trump's autograph, for wanting his autograph. On a MAGA hat. I yeah. mean, this is just the the most absurd thing, right? I mean, you have people overseas, uh, men and women, um, that give of themselves uh, to defend and protect, you know, everything that we hold dear. Yeah, they're the away from their family I mean, on Christmas. Exactly. And they're trying to get them in trouble now. Exactly. Because I, the commander in chief visited. Yeah. On, on top of that, that inspirational story. I mean, this morning, a troop saying to his, uh, this press secretary, mm-hmm. you know, he was like, you know, I, I came back uh, to serve because of President Trump. Right. Yeah. I mean, to hear something inspirational like that and to hear someone say, I'm giving it myself because, you know, I have faith in this country. I have faith in the president and and what does you know the mainstream media do? They rip him absolutely apart. They try to comment you know on the, the post, trying to get him to comment, trying to get him fired from his job. Absolutely, absolutely yeah, it's, horrendous. It's disgusting. And then like 
you know, they they cry every time Trump says about the enemy of the people, which sometimes not applicable. But in this case, they literally are the enemy of the people because these soldiers are over there fighting for our freedoms, the people, and they're trying to get them in trouble over an autographed hat. There's there's pictures out there of troops asking President Obama for for autographs. There's pictures of a woman soldier here in D.C. asking Michelle Obama to autograph the magazine cover that Michelle was on, which, of course, you'll never get Melania on a magazine cover because, you know, the, that, that'll never happen. I can't believe on Christmas, CNN put out a, a positive story about Melania, and I almost fell over when they sent out that push notification. But it's just disgusting how they think that just because Trump wants anything that they have to attack him tooth and nail. And now that takes them to throwing troops under the bus because they support President Trump. Now it's not just criticizing President Trump, it's criticizing and getting in trouble troops who support President well, Trump. That's a great point, Storm. And and look, I mean, President Bush did, you know, back in, what was it, 03, 2003, mm-hmm. when he got on that plane, uh, what was it, uh, for, for Thanksgiving, got onto what was Air Force One with a different code name, right? Flew, right. flew overseas. And the media didn't didn't rip him apart. But I really think the media has something after Trump. I mean, you definitely see, you know, this type of kind of anger towards him um, and not giving him a, f- a fair shake at it. Right. When he does something right, we applaud. But they never, ever want to applaud. Yeah, oh, oh, no, they will not write a positive story about President Trump. And last night it was funny because Chris Cuomo tweeted like sometimes CNN goes even too far for Chris Cuomo, which is that's how, you know, it's a little bit too much. It's a little crazy. Yeah, but. So he tweeted, he was like, President Trump should rightfully get positive coverage for going to see the troops. And this clearly, the other part of this was they tried to make it out to be, oh, he's just reacting to the criticism that we gave him over the past 48 hours. That's just not true. These trips can't be planned in 48 hours. This trip supposedly was in the works for six weeks. And several people who have been involved with these kinds of trips before, uh, Dan Bongino said, these, these trips take incredible coordination and secrecy. Yeah, I mean, journalists can't tell, you know, their families, um, you right. know, that they're going, right? And it, it's pretty, you know, closed door type of thing. So so these allegations are just completely, you know, false. And, and you see a bunch of these Democratic strategists all over Twitter, right? Just, I mean, mm-hmm. the trolls of the left, the epitome of trolls saying, you know, this this was, you know, something that happened, you know, after bad headlines and all this, you know, razzmatazz, absolutely false. Uh, yeah. And, and, and they, they just can't deal with the truth. Oh, yeah. The resistors are out of control. And even even some of the never Trumpers are out of control now. John Poderitz, you know him. Yeah. He yeah. tweeted, "Oh, are are any of us like you know just a little bit secretly upset about Trump going to see the troops and getting positive coverage versus like careening towards impeachment?" And 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 oh, and he was also upset about the market having a thousand point gain yesterday. <laughs> like they're literally at the point now where they're rooting against America, and that's just ridiculous. Even when Obama was president, I hated Obama. Okay. Hated him. Eight years, miserable. I never once rooted against America winning just to hurt him. In an economy that's booming right now, right? Right, I mean, right. I mean they are the Weekly Standard guys, right? I mean, they're still the resistance, oh, I yeah. guess, after they lost their publication, right? I mean, they're <laughs> yeah. still... <laughs> you think they would have learned. Yeah, yeah. You, you think, you know, maybe quiet down, take some time off, you know, you know, go on vacation. I don't know, do something. But what are they doing? They're, they're, they're on Twitter, you know, making a show. But really what we need to do is, you know, we, we need to start getting people behind President Trump and, yeah. and, and, you know, applauding when he does great things. And, that, you know, personally, I think, you know, going to see the troops and going to see the people that 
serve our country so honorably, um, you know, every single day and risk their lives to do so, you know, definitely, exactly. yep. definitely something good. And I think it was, it was a nice, a nice symbol on the heels of the whole Syria debacle. Absolutely. Which I mean, I don't know. I see both sides of the argument. I probably would have left the troops there, but I'm more on the neocon side of the Republican party mm-hmm. when it comes to that kind of stuff. So, you know, it's, it is what it is at this point, but he said he's not pulling the troops out of Iraq, which I think is very smart because surprisingly who would have ever thought we'd be saying this 10 years ago but iraq may become one of the stability rocks of the Mm -hmm. middle east with Mm -hmm. their new government in place which seems to be doing okay and could be a good ally to us but we got to keep iran on its heels and we can't just cede ground to them in russia so and i mean i know it's it sounds like imperialist but no 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 i mean i mean look different presidents in the past have said we're going to take troops out or leave troops in um, and it's been mm-hmm. back, one of those back and forth issues, you know, I, I, you know, there isn't a definitive right answer to that exact question. Right. But his approach of, you know, America first and, and we're going to do all we can to not only defend, you know, countries like Israel and, and other countries, but we're going to do, you know, what we can to help out the rest of the world. So I, I think that approach to America first is is something that has yeah. shown to be really, really positive for the country. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. I, th- I think President Trump's doing a great job. He takes a lot of negative press. And someone also tweeted, like, imagine if Twitter didn't exist during the Trump presidency. His <laughs> approval ratings would be 60%. Like, it- it's the resistance crowd takes everything and just, you know, mangles it to fit their narrative against President Trump when it's a very reasonable and unbiased case to make that he's doing some very good things for the country. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think President Trump, I mean, you know, this is going back to the election, the campaign, right? But mm-hmm. but President Trump was able to communicate directly to the American people and say, right. look, this is what is, you know, pissing me off, yeah. right? And, and that's why the Twitter is so vital when, you know, I get the case for him to stop tweeting so much ridiculousness, but it's also going yeah. around the filter of the media yeah. directly to his millions tens of millions of followers that he has absolutely and directly to his base right and yeah. saying look this is this is why we need to get out and you know change this or do this and i think it's extremely effective and i think uh you know i i don't think the democrats you know the the old guard so to speak right the chuck schumers the nancy pelosi's you know i i think they were definitely swept off their feet and, and kind of you know taken back by this you know full-on approach of you know working basically 24 7 i mean you know, I see notifications on my phone just all night, yep. right? Yep. All night tweeting. Um, and, you know, it shows that, you know, he's trying to get something done for the country and trying to make a positive difference. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I've enjoyed 2018. So a lot of people haven't. But a new poll came out yesterday that said, or two days ago that said more people are optimistic now than have been in the last decade, which is interesting to me with all the negative coverage and all the negativity you just see on TV about what's going on. So... I don't know. It's a case of the liberal blue bubble cities against the rest of the country at this point. Yeah, absolutely. We're getting ready for 2020, baby. 2020. 2020 kicks off once we get back, basically, after New Year's. You're going to see people declaring their candidacy, forming exploratories, and then the debate schedule already came out, and by summer we're going to be having Dem debates. Yeah, Which, I mean, it's going to be fun. I mean, Get we, the popcorn ready. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I mean, Kamal Harris, I mean, I, I just... I don't know what we're going to see out of her. I don't know what we're going to see out of, you know. Uh, She's a train wreck. Oh, my goodness. Don't even get me started. Every, every candidate on the left is a train wreck. And most of them don't scare me. There's very few that do. I think Biden could mount a great challenge to Trump, even though he's older than Trump, which in the past would have been disqualifying. But he's weak. He, he is weak. weak. Yeah, he doesn't very have weak. the stamina. He certainly doesn't have the stamina to keep up with Trump. You know, like yeah. a couple a couple months ago, he was going to go out and do a campaign rally and couldn't because he was too sick. 
And when did you see President Trump cancel any campaign rallies in 2016 for for being sick? Yeah. You saw Hillary do it. Pass out. I'm excited for 2020. I think it's going to be very exciting. And it's going to be brutal and nasty. What do you think of like someone like Maxine Waters running? Oh, my God. I just feel like someone that crazy is going to throw their hat in the bin and just, you know, well, the, yell impeachment. The idiots over at the DNC took away the superdelegates. So now they got yeah. no security blanket, no. which is exciting. Yeah, no, it just it just leaves... Uh, you know, because, you know, 95, you know, I think they're right around, you know, in this next Congress, 116 con- con- Congress, excuse me, they're going to be roughly 95 progressive caucus members. Yes. Which yeah. is going to make for the most leftist group. Yeah. Nancy's going to have a tough time. Which is dragging that party, mm-hmm. the Democratic Party, to the Socialist Party of America. I mean, yeah. it is that far left wing. And I think, you know, come come 2020, uh, you know, American voters are going to say, look, we, we've had enough of, you know, the Dems having, you know, the House and, and just this obstructionist policy. And I, th- I think we're going to see that flip back really soon. Yeah. yeah. I, well, it's also very obvious right now that the right is winning the culture war because this Christmas, I heard Merry Christmas <laughs> more than I've ever heard it before. Every time I'm leaving a store, they were saying Merry Christmas. And it was just great to be back to that again. It was. Trump even got Obama to say Merry Christmas in his tweet. Which yeah. I was shocked yeah, by. Ju- ju- what was that? Julie Isoff? Is oh, is yeah. Julia Ihoff. Julia Ihoff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, she sucks. Yeah. A, yeah. I responded to her on Christmas yeah. Day in, mm-hmm. in, a, in a piece on Town Hall and uh, and said, look, like, you know, you, you no reason to be bitter around the holidays. I right. mean, if you're, you know, Jewish, if you're whatever whatever faith you are, right, mm-hmm. um, there's no reason to be bitter and say, you know, don't say ha- Merry Christmas to me. Right. Right. I mean, you can just say Happy Hanukkah back, Happy Holidays, but don't let that anger kind of yeah. manifest within itself. I say the holiday name, you know, if I know yeah. a Jewish person, I'll say Happy Hanukkah yeah. to them. Yeah. And it was this year was separate. So there was certainly no excuse yeah. for it to say Happy Holidays. When it's combined at the same time, I could see it, yeah. which does happen sometimes. But Hanukkah was early this year. So anyway, let's move on to our last topic here. And this was funny because this was, was this on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve or you know, something? I, th- I think this was on Chris, uh, Christmas Day. Okay. Yeah. 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 So... This Georgetown professor got so triggered by Zach's piece on Town Hall. Let, let him tell you about it, and then we'll talk about her reaction. Yeah, yeah. So Christine Fair, she's kind of notorious after the Kavanaugh confirmation yeah. hearings. Um, Judge Kavanaugh getting sworn in. She took to Twitter and said, look, um, you know, I hope all the GOP senators die a horrific death and are fed to pigs, fed to swine. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said this. She got a lot of backlash. Georgetown University, what do they do? Absolutely nothing, right? I mean, oh yeah, they put her on what research? Yeah, they leave? put her on a, a paid research leave, which I called in the piece what a uh, a lavish vacation of some yeah, sort, exactly. right? Which is what it is. Um, and so she got shipped overseas, um, and uh, and she's still tweeting, of course. Um, but but long story short, the background for us is I I reported on her on a couple different higher education sites before coming to town hall. And, and the first story I did before the Kavanaugh confirmations, when she started calling Kavanaugh creepy Kavanaugh and going off and saying women don't belong to the GOP, all this stuff. I mean, just absolutely ridiculous stuff. And then I did another story after she called Fox News terrorists. Yeah. Terrorists. Oh, yeah. What did she call us? Stochastic terrorists? (laughs) Yeah. Which I had to look up what that meant because that's just one of those, like, you know, leftist terms. Apparently, it's using the media in coordination to what oppress yeah oppress yeah yeah i mean she, she she's so us, oppressed the georgetown professor you so know the oppressed. white woman yeah. so so oppressed yeah living in georgetown in dc one of the most expensive areas of the country so oppressed making like two hundred thousand yeah, dollars as a tenured professor <laughs> exactly. right yeah um so so yeah i mean she 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 uh on, on christmas day that yeah. that night um she let it rip she, she sent me like 
was it five six tweets oh she was mad she, she was, was so mad triggered. she was so triggered she i mean triggered she, she didn't respond to me which i was a little sad about yeah no know. she she hit me with the follow though so i so i don't know what that's she gonna bring in the future. You? yeah yeah nice. Um, nice. but no look in the piece we were like you know she she's decided to uh you know completely um go after people so what she did she she sent me she said what do you do you get paid 150 dollars an article to be a terrorist <laughs> another another tweet of of hers was like you know do you harass your own professors and own universities both being gmu uh yeah. gm yep. you know G- gmu is a great school so so there is it's okay <laughs> so you guys didn't have that parts. fascist president it'd be a lot better but you know uh, i know the, you can't say much on that right now until you get your diploma because <laughs> they'll, they'll crush you just yeah. like they tried to crush me when i was there yeah 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 i mean you know there, there are parts interesting parts right you always have your leftist professor you know i have to say i had, I had congressman tom davis and, and he was yeah just, i had tom two times yeah, tom yeah yeah i mean you know tom is just he's a fair guy which is yeah. kind of the approach i like you don't get that leftist professor in there just yelling down every you know conservative yeah. argument but he really tests you on some stuff so I, i've liked that but his but, exams were hard yeah, <laughs> unless he's made them easier, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, the longest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, but uh, but no. This Georgetown professor just let it rip on me, and uh, and and was clearly hashtag triggered. Oh yeah, she was like I, the most triggered I've ever seen, <laughs> and enough to send five tweets. And she, I mean, she wants to call us terrorists. She's the one who endorses terrorist ideologies because I'm sure, I'm sure she's the pro-Palestine oh, type. And I, the, I don't know if I can say this on the air, but her website that she has is the is the uh, tenacious hell blank. I mean, it what is, is it? What is it? You could say help. Help. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> so, I mean, that is her website's name, right? Oh, uh, so she she blogs on there. And when she was overseas, she actually posted pictures and was bragging, bragging about the way in which one of her books that she published was found in the compound of the terrorist Osama bin Laden. Wait, 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 wait. This lady was read by Osama bin Laden? She was. She oh about on her blog, Tenacious Help. What's her, her Twitter handle? Her Twitter What's handle the- is, is uh, let's let's see, it's C. I do love to direct the hate mob sometimes, so. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It is Christine Fair is her name, and her name is C, or C Christine Fair. And she has C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E. You know what she used to have? She used to have the blue check mark. Yeah, and until then they took after, it away. Until after her report, and until after the story went, you know, national, and she got her check mark taken down. Good, because um, yeah, know. screw her. You know what? She she wants to call us terrorists. Okay, we'll wage a war on you. How yeah, about that? Yeah, I, I think that I think that sounds that sounds fair. Uh, you 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 had a great tweet. You said, "Haha, a little triggered there, Christine Fair. I'm sure the super oppressed Georgetown students are having such a hard time with the government shutdown over the holidays. I look forward." Yeah, to talking with me, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, you look, she didn't respond to that. No, but. of course she's not going to respond to that because she, I'm surprised she didn't block me, honestly. But she probably will now. Or she's going to call me a terrorist. Zachary Petrosso is wrong. Still yeah. no course in ethical journalism. I'm leaving on Research Eve and his ilk have employed systematic or systemic terrorism yeah resulting in thousands of threats onto my students and to my colleagues right even those with ptsd yeah and then she called it my community what do you mean my community the georgetown students (laughs) some of the most like elite of the country are you kidding me? she must be talking about the georgetown students that have spoken out against her yeah and you have declared her to be a danger to their own community the funny part is that this was all about the government shutdown because Georgetown put out a notice saying, oh, if, you know, any students are affected by this government shutdown, which is happening over winter break, 
by the way, <laughs> and in between a pay cycle, by the way, so no paychecks are being missed. But if this is help, you know, if this is hurting your oppressed communities, there's help out there for you. This yeah. is our colleges. Free people. counseling, you know, absolutely pandering to leftist ideologies of, you know, all that crap. Which Total is pansies. Absolutely what all of higher academia is all about these days, just pandering to leftists, bureaucrats. Uh, yeah, she, she goes on to continue. I mean, PTSD, you know, I defend the Gofinfofer, which is basically the president in some like slang. Oh, okay. Refuses to visit. Oh, no. She calls him the Gropenfuhrer. <laughs> yeah. Very Gropen. unique nickname. Yeah, That's yeah. yeah. She's, she's, <laughs> she's really part of that resistance. I mean, yeah, Trump is such, such a Hitler, guys. You know, he's totally turned into such a dictator. They call him a dictator and they have no clue what they're even talking about. No clue. Which is hilarious. And yeah. then they look at these other countries that have dictators and they're like, ooh, you know, Venezuela and Cuba, that would be so great. We would have such a great time over there. Yeah, how about you go live there in socialism and wait in line for bread and don't have any money? And then, yeah, and then I, we'll see. What you like. Timmy, Timmy did a great piece on uh, you know on socialism countries and and uh, on town hall and uh, you know all them selling like hair and stuff. I mean, absolutely crazy in those types of types of countries. And oh yeah, yeah, they're eating dogs and yeah, we'll, we'll leave it on that yeah, note yeah. for today. When Matt comes back. He'll be, oh, he'll, yeah. be, he'll be roaring and ready to go. Yeah, I'm sure he's enjoying his rest. Yeah, no, but, uh, but I appreciate you having me on today, Storm. Yeah, absolutely. It was a great time. We'll uh, we'll be back here for another episode of Trigger next Thursday. We're off for New Year's on Tuesday. So everybody have a great, happy, and healthy New Year's. Don't get too drunk. See you later.